You are now entering the world of Blissful Living, broadcasting around the globe and on the Blissful Living Network with Rochelle Marie Lawson. Are you lacking energy, clarity, and that sense of true well-being? Are you overworked, underpaid, and know that you deserve more in life? You are not alone. Improve your wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can step into living the life of your dreams. And now, here's your host of Blissful Living, the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Blissful Living Show. This is Rochelle Marie Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous, and I hope you all are having a fabulous day today. We're going to talk a little bit about um, sacred death and 25 tools uh, for caregivers, and it's an interesting topic, and I know that it's going to be intriguing to all of you. So as you know, I always like to say, perfect time to find a place to sit, get relaxed, tell the family you're going to chill for a little bit, take some time for yourself, get something to write with, pen, paper, uh, your favorite beverage, and uh, your nice, cozy, comfortable space, and just give your si- uh, yourself some time to uh, really enjoy the next few moments as I have a conversation with the guest for today's show. Prior to us getting started, though, let me go ahead and thank our sponsors. First sponsor, Blissful Living for You at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U.com. They have an abundance of tools and free gifts and programs that will help you to balance your wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can step into living your dream life. Their whole premise is they want to help you transform the life that you're living now so that you actually have the dream life that you've been wishing to have in your business and in your life. So check them out. They have, again, a lot of free gifts uh, for you, uh, and these gifts are designed to help you uh, discover more about yourself when it comes to your wellness, your wisdom, or mindset, and you know, your wealth and what that what that means to you. So again, uh Blissful Living for you at Blissful Living the number four, the letter U dot com. The next sponsor I want to thank is All Day Cable Incorporated, a telecommunications installation company located in the heart of Silicon Valley. They've been in business for thirty one years and they specialize in uh network distribution, installing voice, data, fiber optic cabling as well as wireless systems, access points, audio, video, anything that you need to help you be able to communicate with your customers in a much more effective and efficient manner the first time. Uh, You need to connect with All Day Cable. They service small, medium, and large businesses and corporations, and they have a five-star rating with regards to what they do, and their expertise. And their motto is they make the right connections the first time. So check out All Day Cable, Inc. at alldaycableinc.com. And now I'm going to say if you like this show, um, please subscribe to the show so you can get notification of when the show is going, the next show is going to air and who the next guest may be. Um, and if you subscribe to the show and you send me an email at info at blissfullivingforyou.com, I will give you a shout-out on 
the air, so to speak. I would give you a shout-out, your name and your business, and that you have become a loyal follower and subscriber to the Blissful Living Show. So it's a great way to get some free um, publicity and advertisement for you just by subscribing and letting me know that you subscribe and you are a definite follower of the Blissful Living Show. So, okay, let's get started. Now, let me tell you about today's guest. And her name is Hermali Vora, and she is an expert holistic practitioner, intuitive energy healer, and a spiritual mentor. Her mission is to empower healthcare workers and caregivers towards radical self-care, unconditional love, and reclaiming their power. She guides them to their unique legacy blueprint by tapping in to their inner wisdom and living an aware life. And so we're going to be talking, as I opened up the show, we're going to be talking about Sacred Death, 25 Tools for Caregivers. It's a book that she just released, and we're going to just, you know, dive into some of the topics around that book. So I just want to welcome you to the show. Hermali, how are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to have you, and um, thank you for saying yes, because, you know, that's always most appreciative as well. Yes, thank you. I I was really excited for the invitation, (laughs) and um, I'm so excited to talk more about, um, you know, the book and about death and dying and life and living. Right. So let's just jump right in. what made you to decide to write a book called Sacred Death? <laughs> uh, you know, so many people wanted me to change the top, uh, the the death word on that book and um, to make it a little bit more comfortable um, to even look at it or to even read about it because there's so many of us that are so uncomfortable. Um, what was going on, uh, the whole last year and, you know, what we are experiencing right now worldwide in terms of COVID and uh, quarantine. And we saw, we, um, I'm sure all or most of us lost so many loved ones and friends um, due to the virus uh, or just uh, being um, unwell uh, or they were affected by this. So, um I have been, you know, working in healthcare field for the last 21 years. I'm a physical therapist. And mm-hmm. over the years, I have um, acquired, you know, so many certification in energy healing. And um, so my last one, last year, I was intuitively guided to a course for um, end-of-life doula course at University of Vermont. And so when I was taking that course and I was around so much fear, right? We all had so much fear uh, right. about death, about being in that painful situation uh, or suffering. Um, and so I just wanted to talk a little bit openly about death. I think that was my mission when I um, finished the course is just being able to talk about death with people, being able to openly um, show them the the sacredness that surrounds. Just like a birth, you know, death also has these blessings around it. Uh, even right. though we don't, the people that are left behind, we don't realize that. 
but there are so many signs and there are so many, there's so much value and wisdom in that. Well, I think it's great that you're talking about this subject as a healthcare professional uh, for many years. Um, myself, I have had to have dealt with death a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, my background in clinical practices, uh, emergency room trauma nursing. So I've seen the good, the bad, and the very ugly, and I've dealt with death yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And it's something that people don't want to talk about, even if it's, you know, like, in the clinical setting or with, in my own family. You know, people really aren't comfortable about talking about death. And, you know, I have to remind people, like, the moment we're born, we start dying. We're, you know. Absolutely. It's like we're, bur- you know, so we should get comfortable with that because, it's an evolutionary thing. It's going to happen no matter what. And the more comfortable you are, it's not something to be afraid of. It's just how, it's just how you know, God, the divine, has, has our life here. We're born, and then we start dying, and then we die. It's okay. But um, it's really cool that you wrote this book um, with regards to, you know, sacred death. How did you come up with the title, Sacred Death? Um, we pondered a little bit, myself and the um, uh, publisher, um, Laura DeFranco, um, Brave, um, Brave Healer Product, of Brave Healer Production. And um, we just, we wanted death uh, to be one of the title, like that word. And, you know, we contemplated and sacred, I feel that, I really looked into, I, I'm originally from India, and um, we don't view death, at least in my family and what I was surrounded by, even as a child, uh, it's open. And then you have these ceremonies and rituals right. and gatherings around it. We have home funerals. And um, so this this whole, the ancient wisdom that surrounds, you know, death and um I felt that the sacredness and doing energy healing work, I've seen and experienced um, souls transitioning. Right. And I've experienced that light that surrounds all of us. And I'm talking in terms of personal experience when my dad passed away in 2010. And so I felt like, and then I talked to other um, heal, um, healers and uh, their perspective on it. And I really wanted uh, to bring that that sacredness. I mean, this whole life is sacred if if right. you look at it that way, you know, and magical and miracle and there's so much uh, in every moment. You know, you're right. And it's, and, um, it's funny because I, I don't think you know this about me, but I... Um, I'm, I practice Ayurveda and I have an actual master's degree in it, but I've been, I, before I got the degree in it, I was doing it. I have been doing Ayurveda probably, um, since the age of 13, but at that time I didn't really know that's what it was. And so because of my awareness with regards and my affinity and my love for Ayurveda, Ayurveda healed me after suffering for 17 years with an undiagnosed medical condition. Um, I just love the beauty of everything within the modality. And um, I know that in India, um, everything is sacred. You know, sometimes in in the United States, we take some things for granted, but everything is sacred. And 
and um, it's it's the the processes are beautiful, so to speak. Even it could be, you know, you could be in an ugly situation. It's a beautiful process because you're in that situation and you're going to move through that situation energetically, you know, light, whatever. Um, so it's it's interesting that you know you share your perspective in your book with regards to. To that and you guys, you have to listen to like the chapters in this book. If you're intrigued and and you you want to you want to get in touch with um, sacred death and and have an experience or be able to have wisdom behind that. Um, in case someone you know does pass away, you can get a different perspective about it. And let me share with you some of the chapters. Some of the chapters of the book: conscious living and dying, living and dying on your own terms the very first and last act of your life, uh, midwifing miracles and messengers of love, pierce the veil, mystical signs, trust the process, your path is revealed, immortality is your true home. Isn't that beautiful? I mean, here's one for our vets. Um, um, a soldier's burial in Arlington National Cemetery, and there's a personal story involved in that particular chapter, conscious dying you know how how yoga changed my life and the story of of someone applying yoga to life and death um healing after loss you know sacred ceremony for words there's just so many wonderful chapters that have something for everyone um that will just help you get through um being a little bit more comfortable and a little bit more uh, cognizant that, you know, death is sacred and it is a beautiful process. It's just unfortunately the person passes on and goes goes to wherever they're meant to go, but um, it is a be- it's something beautiful and we should be at peace with it. And, and part of um, something that's in the book is imagine being at peace with death and not having to be afraid of that sacred journey. That alone just has chills running through my my body, so to speak, because it's a very beautiful quote. And so I want to ask you, with regards to, you know, the project of this beautiful book that that you and the other authors in the book compilated, um, how did you guys go about, you know, finding the synergy or the synergistic um, energy around the various titles and the various authors that are in the book? Um, that's a great question. You know what? I have goosebumps every time somebody reads these um, chapters, the name. They're so powerful. Mm-hmm. And um, I will warn everyone, please keep a box of tissue uh, with you because even I've read it, these chapters so many times and I was so sit and tear out there. I'm a sensitive soul. But my um, goal was to not only openly talk about death, but talk about different perspective. I feel that we're millions of people in the world and that many perspectives and that many ways to heal ourselves, that many ways to grieve. And, you know, my also, my goal was to let people know, the readers know that there is no wrong or right in grieving. It's your way. And there is, Um, no beginning or end to grieving. We're going to grieve the people we love until we die um, because we love them immensely. And so when I interviewed, I interviewed um, so many people, uh, 40 to 50 people, and 
It's just I personally meditate every day, and I had uh, left it up to my guides and ancestors and, you know, God, that please um, just bring the right people, whatever the message, this is my intention, this is my purpose for the book, and this is what I want the world to know, and you know what? It was way better than what I had imagined. I mean, I would have never imagined somebody writing. When I talked to um, the author of Arlington, um, you know, who wrote about a a soldier's burial in Arlington Cemetery, we had Mm -hmm. talked about something totally different. Uh, But it so happened that her dad passed away last year, and that's what the process she was going through. And that's what came through for her. And so I had you know, they had full independence in writing whatever came through because it's, again, very intuitive and very uh, a process of all of healers and end-of-life doulas. And this is something that we were very vulnerable with our stories and the tools that we were giving that we have used personally. Um, You know, just, Mm -hmm. I mean, what you're sharing is just like, it's just beautiful. I mean, Again, listeners, you, you, we'll tell you how to get the book for sure. But, um, you know, I'm just reading and just going through as, as Hamali's talking and, and sharing her, you know, her insight and, and how everything came about. And I'm looking. And if you look at that book, um, the book cover is absolutely beautiful. It's just it's just so beautiful, and, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna even tell you about it because I want you to go look and get the book. But <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful. But there's something I just came across, and it's um, it's I'm not sure if I'm gonna say this right, but it's Anika Impermanence, mm-hmm. and and imp- inspired by the impermanence of life. Life is ever present in an endless circle of life and death, and death and life. What is the beginning of the circle? A circle is where all where a circle is where all is existing in unity within all cosmic realities and expressions. A circle where animals, humans, plants, planets, and everything beyond are part of the whole. Infinite transformation bringing forth creation. Humans as cycle, cyclic creatures embracing all stages of being, spiraling through the power of the elements in the outer reflection to inner self revelation, passing beyond linear time concepts into an understanding of the constant change in the ever-present now. Powerful. There is a long and sacred process of birthing these collages, healing artworks. They come into being after rituals, deep meditation, and intuitive nudges. As the creative energies start flowing at different hours of the day or night, I get back into the sacred space and allow the expression to emanate into existence. And that is what is the description that is on, um, of the picture that's on the cover of the book. And just those words are just resounding. They, they just have such beautiful energetic vibrations. Um, and the frequency as you read those words just really, really illuminates everything. And so you guys will have to take a look at the book cover because I want you to go, of course, get the book. But just what I read to you is a description of what is on the cover of the book. And when you see the cover and what I've read, it will all sink into synchronicity for you. It's absolutely very beautiful. Now, I know – 
I know that you have a mantra in this book. Um, mm-hmm. And the English version or the English title of the mantra is The Great Victory Over the Great Death. Can you share with the me and the listeners why did you decide to put this beautiful mantra, and it's in Sanskrit, is that correct? Yes. It's in Sanskrit. So, yeah, share with us. Yeah. Yeah, can I just before that say thank you to Theodora for creating that wonderful artwork. And like I said, this project has been magical. I met Theodora in Guatemala this year, but she's from Austria. So she was visiting Guatemala at the same time I was. And it was just meeting of these synchronistic events that led us um, to each other. And she wrote a chapter in this book too. So about the mantra... Um, you know, while I was this whole process of writing the chapter and um, working on um, getting the authors on, I realized that uh, with meditation, it just kept me showing me my process, how I dealt with my dad's um, death and his passing. And um, my whole thing was I was having an existential crisis. And I was... Um, you know, thinking about who am I, what is my purpose and everything, and looking at his legacy. He was um, two years old when uh, his parents, both his parents died. Um, He lived with families, and then um, he was only, um, he had only studied up to um, like two years of college. He didn't have much education, moved to America. And even then, he has changed so many lives with simple acts of kindness, you know, helping through their jobs. And I've written about that in another book, um, Ultimate Guide to Self-Healing, about legacy work. And when I Mm -hmm. went through that process, I also, I just, I I had started listening to mantras. And every morning I would wake up and listen. And so I was listening to this Maha, it's called Maha Mrityanjay Mantra. Mm -hmm. And 108 times, and I would just, it's just in my background and it's on YouTube and I would just kind of listen to it. But when I was writing this book and then in the middle, I kind of, a few years ago, I realized what this mantra was really, what it really means. I didn't even know. And I just, I just had this urge to listen to it every single day. And that's why I felt that it's just appropriate to have this mantra in the beginning uh, of the chapter. And I have one at the end of the book. Uh, that's another one. Um, just praying for uh, peace and just, you know, and, and learning. And I've been learning Bhagavad Gita, too, about our immortality and what is and what we are really to this light. We are part of divine, right? We are part of God right. and uh, he's right. created us. Um, and so I just felt that it was just close to my heart and it needed to go somewhere in the book. Okay, so I want you to I want you to say I know this mantra again. It's Ayurveda, so I, I know mm-hmm. a lot of them. But I want you to say the mantra in Sanskrit, and then I will read the English version for the listeners. It's really cool. It's very very beautiful, you guys. So just this is the perfect time to just if you've been writing and taking notes, or a little bit distracted. Perfect time to just sit for a moment and just allow the energy and the vibration of these words 
flow into your body and resonate with you. Okay, go ahead, <laughs> Molly. <laughs> so pretty, so um, beautiful. I'm going to just say it. I'm not going to sing. Uh, I'll try. That's okay. Just say it. You can just say it how, you know, whatever you do. Okay. No judgment here, girl. We, you know, this is information that <laughs> you, you know is going to help. Even if the vibration of you saying this mantra, That's right. you don't know who is going to help heal, right? So That's true. there's no judgment. Absolutely. However you say it is how the divine is meant, meaning for you to say it at this moment in time. So go ahead, girl. Yeah. Om Trambakam Yajamahe Sukandim Pushti Vardhanam Urvarukamiva Bandhanan Mrityur Mokshe Mamamrata Okay, so see how beautiful that sounds? And what it means is victory over the fear of death through complete surrender to the divine. We worship the three-eyed one who is fragrant and who nourishes all. Like the fruits fall from the bondage of the stem, may we be liberated from the cycle of birth and death. And this is a very powerful chant, you all, that brings immense healing. And the tradition is that you say a mantra 108 times. And so saying this 108 times and, you know, when you say it, the words will have to be perfect, you know, um, but eventually you'll get the sound of the words. Um, just think about the immense healing it's going to bring to you and how much you will be so connected. I'm going to say more close with the understanding that death is really sacred. So I just thought that was beautiful. I mean, this is just in this book, you guys. It's just I just thought that was beautiful and it needed to be shared because it shows a true essence of where her Molly was and what she, um, you know, what she intended when she decided to do this book project. And lo and behold, you know, this book is a bestseller, you guys. So you definitely want to um, go pick it up. But we'll tell you a little bit more about how you can get it in in just a minute. I just want to ask a couple more questions of Hamali. So, you know, um, we all have heard about the angel of death. Mm-hmm. And um, I, in the book, you you share a conversation, so to speak, with regards to the angel of death. Can you share with the listeners a little bit more about how this all this conversation, because I really want to entice them to be intrigued to get the book, <laughs> but how this conversation uh, with the angel of death went and why the angel of death appeared to you? <laughs> this was, um, I felt like this was more of a me coming out with my gifts and um, really showing that some of the conversations or um, in meditation, you know, uh, I'm guided and how I'm guided um, I was in this mission, you know, I hear some of the healers, how you start comparing yourself, right, um, mm-hmm. to other healers that, that have been doing so much work and they have all these amazing gifts. And you're like, oh, how, how, you know, I've been practicing this for so long and I haven't been able to communicate with anyone, even though you you are subtly nudged, you know, maybe not a full-blown conversation. But... Um, so I had been doing this connecting with the um, your angels and to speak with them for mm-hmm. months and really for months. And so one morning I wake up 
and I'm coming out of the bathroom, the lights are off, and all of a sudden I just see this being, or I feel also the being. And as soon as I see that, I just take it back and I get scared, and poof. The the image is gone. The feeling is gone because you're not aligned, right? You're at that right. You're in between sleep, right? And so you're not. Your mind is not working at the time, and so you are aligned, and so you see, you can hear, um, you can feel uh, if any presence. And so I just wrote about how I kept saying, "Please come back, please come back," and. so that I can communicate. And then, you know, but yet, of course, um, when you're scared, they don't want to scare you. They're here to help you. Right. They um, they love you. They support you through everything. And so um, I just closed my eyes and I said, okay, I'm sorry that I got scared. I know I was waiting for this moment. Um, just tell me who you are. And so when I heard Angel of Death, and it's still, you know, there is that difference. It's still your... Um, you still hear your voice speaking, mm-hmm. and, yeah. at least for me, at least for me. Mm-hmm. And so, but I, I know that the difference between my voice and uh, voice of the divine. And mm-hmm. so um, I said, that was interesting because I've grown up with stories of um, Yam, Yam Raj, um, so to speak, in Indian mm-hmm. culture, we have King of Death or he's the righteous one and, he makes the right decision. He looks through. It's almost like record keepers, if you, uh, if right. you may. So if you look at Akashic records and Metatron is um, angel that you know yeah. keeps the right, keeper of the records. And so right, uh, I was just kind of blend in and put it together. And so I go and Google search about angel of death to see, you know, what cultures and stuff. And I was so surprised by my search. So many ancient cultures, every one of them had um, these gods or underworld keepers of death. And um, the way they celebrated that and it was part of the rituals and ceremonies and it was part of um, everyday being, you know. And so that really excited me and that's what I wanted in this book is... uh, um, experience and perspective from different cultures and what they believe. And I have someone um, who follow, does shamanism and their Toltec and um, culture that they follow. And then there's um, an author who is uh, Hawaiian and his okay. background is also from that um, priest and things. And so I have someone who's writing about um, Vedas and how that, the Bhagavad Gita, mm-hmm. and how that helps with death. And so um, different perspective, and I, I that's what I love in a book. And so you don't have to look at one chapter and, or you have to read the whole book. You can go and flip in different chapters and things. So, Oh, I love it. I love it. And so just so to keep you guys intrigued, you have to go in. I, I knew this because, well, I, I, my story is different with that. It, it's, the angels have been with me since I was a very, very, very little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew. I, it's so funny how the synchronicity of, I guess, when you're ready for the information, it comes yes. to you. You know what I mean? Like yes. you're ready for the angel of death. He came, but you weren't really ready because you were frightened. 
and they don't want you yeah. to be frightened. So he came back, so to speak, when he or she, when, but I think Azrael, yeah. boom, boom. Uh, anyways, I think this angel is, a, a is I guess we would consider male, but they're not, they're asexual. Anyways. Um, right, right. It, it, I mean, I just right, felt right. that masculine energy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny. And, and I like how you share, like, when they come to you, it's your voice, but it's different. It's yeah. I, I can't explain it to anyone. Um, I've been doing this since oh, uh, probably like over fifty years. I can't yeah. explain to anyone, but um, yeah, it's it's amazing. But it's deaf. But the way they speak is not like how you speak. That's it's mm-hmm. weird. It's like your voice, but it's not like how you speak. It's very loving. It's just full with light and just you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, so anyways. You guys have to just go pick up the book, okay? Go pick up the book. So, Hermali, we are at the end of our time, but I want you to share, how can they get their hands on this book? We've intrigued them. We've opened up some, you know, some some gateways, so to speak, for enlightenment and wisdom. And like I said, you guys, there's 25 phenomenal chapters, all different. And, and Hermali says, you don't have to read the book from cover to cover. Pick up the book and open it up. Whatever chapter you open it up to is the chapter that the divine wanted you to read at that moment in time. And if you're supposed to read the whole book, that will happen too. But it's something that you can pick up and and utilize for the rest of your life when you need to tap into the wisdom of these authors when it comes to having or being or living or just experiencing sacred death. So, Hermali, tell them again title of the book and and then share with them where they can get it and find out more about what you do and how they can get in contact with you. Um, well, the book's name is Sacred Death. It's 25 tools for caregivers. And this is absolutely for healthcare workers, caregivers that give so much out of their life, taking care of their loved ones or their patients, clients, and um so how do you take care of yourself? It's like radical self-care, radical self-love, um, and so much information out there as tools for even with each chapter, with each author that provides. We also have Sacred Death Community in uh, Facebook. So once you buy the book, you will have uh, information about the Sacred Death Community on Facebook, or you can just come over there. So that's an added bonus where you can come and talk to all the authors over there, ask questions if you have any, um, you know, comments on their chapter. They would love to hear from you what you think about their chapter and uh, how it helped you. Uh, If you tried any of the tools, Um, every author has a resource page on their website or a landing page where you can go and um, use some of these tools that they have converted into videos and meditation. Um, So that's another thing added. You can buy this book on Amazon um, or you can buy it, you can email me uh, at himalivora1 at gmail.com and it's H-E-M-A-L-I-V as Victor, O-R-A, number one at gmail.com. You can reach me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Coach Himali, and or on my website, himalivora.com. Oh, perfect. Well, there you have it, you guys. Himali Vora sharing 
sacred death, 25 tools for caregivers with us. And the beauty of the book and this, the information inside it is just, we shared a lot. Um, well, let me put it this way. What we shared was a lot, but it just was a little tiny bit of what is in the book. So I highly invite all of you to go to Amazon today, right now, and you can type in her name or you can type in the book title and it will come up. Grab your copy. It's available in Kindle as well, but grab your copy and um, and, and engage and embrace the um, essence of this beautiful thing that we all have to do eventually and make it very beautiful and sacred in your life. So thank you so much, Ramali, for being a guest on Blissful Living. I appreciate you and I appreciate you sharing this information with all of us. Thank you so much for inviting me, and this was an amazing conversation. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. And I want to thank all of you listeners out there for listening. Again, if you like this show, please subscribe to the show. Let me know. You can send it to info at living the number four, the letter U.com. Say, I subscribe, and I will give you a shout-out on the show, as well as if you have a business, I'll give that a shout-out as well. Um, but please share this show with everybody you love and care about. Um, it's, this particular show is very beautiful, and the energy just around um, having Hermali in my space, so to speak. She's an energetic person, too. Um, it's just I, I, can't, I can't describe it to you guys. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. It's going to make me want to go to the gym and really kill it today. <laughs> I'm just the kind of energy that's bubbling up, but in a beautiful essence, not, oh, I'm going to the gym, but like in a very beautiful, loving, I I just can't explain it. So let me just shut up and just say, go get the book, Amazon, Sacred Death, 25 Tools for Caregivers. And again, it's on a Kindle version. And I want to thank our sponsors, Blissful Living for you at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U, dot com. Go check them out. See what they have that you may need, want, love, like, you never know. Or, um, you can also uh, check out our other sponsor, All Day Cable Inc. at alldaycableinc.com. If you have a need for some fabulous telecom installation, voice data fiber, or anything else, but you can check their website out and it has a list of everything that they do. And uh, until next time, everybody, this is Rochelle Marie Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous. And I'm wishing you peace to your mind, wellness to your body, and tranquility to your spirit. Please go forward and stay healthy, well, and safe, and protect those that you love and care about. And um, I'll chat with you all later, so take good care and have an amazingly fabulous day. Bye for now. Thank you for joining Rochelle Marie Lawson on Blissful Living. To contact Rochelle Marie and to find out more about Blissful Living, click on Blissful Living for You link right here on the Blissful Living Network catch all the Blissful Living episodes on demand and available for download 24-7 on BlissfulLivingForYou.com. Until next week, may your life be filled with peace, wellness, abundance, and prosperity.